So you can believe for that, pray about it, ask God to, to lead you to the right person for your life. Begin making preparations, keep your confessions on target, and then make sure that you work on yourself, improve your quality, and then you can trust God to order your steps where a spouse is concerned. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We're delighted to have all of you who are joining us by television, those of you also joining us at airjesus.com. So delighted to have you. We appreciate you tuning in today. Today we're on part three of something we started a couple of weeks ago entitled Order My Steps. And before we uh, look at that, I would like to share a little humor uh, that I ran across a couple of weeks ago that I, I kept. And it's actually an old joke I heard years ago, but it made me laugh again, so I thought I would uh, share it. But it reads, a few days after her husband's death, a grieving widow accidentally receives an email from a man waiting for his wife in Miami. And the email reads, Dearest wife, just got checked in. Everything prepared for your arrival tomorrow. P.S. Sure is hot down here. <laughs> Open your Bibles, if you will, um, to Psalms chapter 37. Psalms chapter 37. Psalms chapter 37. And verse number 23. This is one of our texts that we used as we started off. Psalms 37, verse 23. Let's read together in unison. When you get there, say amen. Let's read together, beginning with Psalms 37, verse 23. Ready? Read. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. So once again, here we see... Uh, the foundation and one of the scriptures that establishes the fact that our lives are not accidental or live by chance or happenstance, but by divine providence that when your life pleases God, uh, God orders our steps. What a wonderful privilege. What a wonderful thought. What a wonderful idea that we don't live hazardly, but God busies himself in terms of ordering our steps in life. And then there's a second scripture we read. I want to also read Proverbs chapter 16. Proverbs chapter 16. And verse 9, Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9. Let's read that one together in unison. When you get there, say amen. Proverbs 16, 9. Let's read that one. It says, A man's heart 
deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. And so this lets us know that we make plans and you're supposed to make plans, but sometimes our plans don't go as we planned. And so God will take what we had planned and he'll fit it into the ordering of our steps. And so sometimes what we think we're setting out to do is not what will happen at all. But God will take our plans and then he'll incorporate our plans into the steps that he really wanted you to take from the get-go. And so it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful thought. The Apostle Paul, you know, he planned to go to Damascus to persecute Christians. And he ended up being converted to a Christian on that same road that he was going to persecute on. So he had planned one thing, but God ordered his steps to turn the persecutor into one of the biggest defenders of the Lord Jesus Christ in history. Isn't that something? God ordered his steps. He set out for one thing. He was on his way to persecute Christians and ended up being the biggest preacher for Jesus Christ that ever lived. And in fact, he confounded people when they saw him preaching. They said, hey, this is the guy that was killing us. <laughs> and they were actually afraid of him. You know, God, but God just showed, you know, how wonderfully he uses our plans and incorporates them and into actually ordering our footsteps. And so I shared, I've been sharing for the last couple of weeks, I've been sharing about nine or ten different steps, not steps, but these are nine or ten different categories that I felt that God orders our steps in. And I actually had gotten to nine, and I was going to stop at nine, and then uh, I said, God, give me one more, let's make it ten, let's round this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nine just sounds so incomplete. Give me one more. So he gave me, he brought one more to my heart, so that made it number two. <laughs> I said, good, that's better. That's better. <laughs> but number one, these are some, these are categories that I feel that God orders our steps in. These are categories in life that God orders our steps in and Everything that happens to us in life, when God is ordering our steps, I feel like they fall into one of these ten categories. They can all be placed into one of these ten categories whenever we discern or recognize God's hand upon us, leading us, and by his providence, causing something to happen, fulfilling his will. It'll fall in one of these categories. Number one... We spoke of destiny. We spoke of destiny. So he will order our steps where our destiny is concerned. And we looked at several examples there. Number two, he orders our steps where protection, where protection is concerned. Number three, he orders our steps where healing is concerned. He orders our steps where healing is concerned, destiny, protection, healing. Number four, he orders our steps in order to solve problems, in order to solve problems. My mother shared with me, she, she um, and this was even before I started teaching us, but she called me one day. I don't know if she called me. We were already on the phone, but we were in conversation. She was just so excited 
And she said, I don't hear from God like everybody else. But she said, I thank God he orders my steps. And she went on to tell me why she said that. She said, I've been having water in my basement and nobody's been able to figure out where it's coming from. And she said, I was just so afraid that it was going to flood out my basement and ruin my house and tear up my appliances. She said, I didn't know what it was doing. And she said, it was really bothering me. She said, I had a professional contractor over here and he couldn't find it. He thought it was the water heater. He was about to swap that out and he couldn't find it. And he didn't know where it was coming from. She said, one day, she said, she was actually talking to Pastor Nathaniel. She was talking to Nathaniel on the phone. And he was on his way to get something to eat. And she said, well, since you're going to get something to eat at this particular restaurant, she said, bring me some soup. She said, bring me some soup from there. She said, I love the soup there. Bring me some soup. And so sure enough, he agreed and he got the soup and carried it by her house. And she was grateful and just so happened while he was there, she said, let me show you this water downstairs that's been coming into my basement here. And when Nathaniel looked at it, he knew instantly what it was. He said, there's a cap off in the wall, one of the pipes. Somebody left the cap off. And uh, sure enough, my mother called the contractor, the last contractor who worked on it. And he came back over there. And sure enough, he opened up the wall and there it was. There's the pipe with the cap off that he had left off. And my mother said, isn't that something? She said, if I hadn't have been talking to Nathaniel, and if he hadn't have been going to the restaurant, and if I hadn't have told him to bring me some soup by, she said, I never would have found <laughs> So she was just so excited. She said, I don't hear from God like everybody else, but I am grateful. He orders my steps. He looks out for me. He takes care of me. But she recognized, she recognized that even in the little things in life, it wasn't major, but God cares about the little things, the little concerns, the little problems that we have that plagues us. And so it just made her heart feel so good that God ordered her steps even to just fix that little plumbing problem in her basement. So God will order our steps where problems are Concern. And if you have any plumbing issues, see Pastor Nathaniel. He may can swing by, bring you a bowl of soup, and lick at your pipes. <laughs> Number five, where God orders our steps, a category he orders our steps in. And, and this is where we left off last week. But he orders our steps when we're um, looking for a spouse. And this is a, this is a great promise you ought to hold on to, especially those of you who are single, um, you ought to hold on to that promise that he orders our steps to hook us up with the right spouse. How many of you know you want to be hooked up to the right spouse? You want to be hooked up to the, <laughs> you want to be hooked up to the right spouse. And so he orders our steps in terms of finding the right spouse. When you look at scripture, you'll see that this was God's pattern in scripture. He led um, Isaac, Abraham, before he died, one thing that he wanted desperately, and he wanted the right wife for his son, Isaac. And Abraham prayed, he prayed, and after he prayed, he spoke 
God's word and he confessed it and he told, he charged his servant. He said, there was one thing I want you to do for me. He said, make sure you get the right wife for my son. And the servant was a little, you know, he was a little taken back because it was a heavy charge Abraham laid. He made him swear. He made him put his hand under his thigh and swear. But the servant was nervous. He's like, who am I to pick a man's wife? I never picked nobody's wife before. <laughs> and there was a lot of pressure on the servant because when they swore back in that day, it was a, it was a, you know, it's not like swearing today. When they swore back in that day, man, your life was on the line. They would stalk you down for generations and kill you. You break your word back. There was no such thing as breaking a, a, cover, a covenant or a promise or swearing. It was serious business back in those days. And so this little servant, you know, he was trembling and he was sweating and he said he would do it. He told Abraham, he said, well, how will I do it? And Abraham said, he says, God is going to send his angel. And his angel is going to prepare your way. He's going to prosper your way. And he's going to bring you to the right woman for my wife. And that little servant went out and he remembered the words of Abraham. And that servant, he also prayed himself. He said, Lord God of Abraham, my master. You know, he began praying with everything that he could. He says, Lord, prosper my way. And he prayed this prayer. He said, Lord... He said, let the woman, uh, he said, I'm going to go to this well, Lord. And he said, let the woman, the first woman that come to me and offer me the drink and offer a drink for my camels. He said, let that be the woman. And so he laid the criteria out um, for the man's wife that he was to choose. And sure enough, before he could finish praying, there was a woman there offering him drink. And said, not only, sir, will I give you drink, but I'll also draw water for your camels. That little servant said, glory to God. (laughs) He said, glory to God. And so he was so excited because God had ordered his steps. And he told uh, Rebecca everything that had transpired. And she took him home and introduced her to her family. And that little servant, he went all over the whole story all over again. He said, look, you all going to know this is God. Check this out. He said, my master said that God was going to prosper away and send his angel. And he said, my master prayed. He said, and I prayed. He said, while I was praying for a woman to draw water for me in the county, here's your daughter. She comes and she... And so he went on and on. He told the thing two or three times. He was just so excited. But it was God's providence in choosing a wife. And God answered his prayer. Uh, Ruth did the same thing. Ruth, she went out. And God ordered her steps. And the Bible says that when she went out, she happed right onto the land of Boaz, right in the place where God would cause them to, to connect. And it, was, it was, wasn't happenstance. It wasn't by chance. God ordered her steps, put her in the right place at the right time, and he made the connection. And so there's biblical precedence. For the fact that God orders our step. Number one, you, you should really seek, take some time to seek God in, in, in prayer for a spouse. Take time and pray about it. Pray about it earnestly. My brother, Pastor uh, Dale, he said that he went in his room as a teenager. He locked the door and he said, he got on his knees and he said, Lord, I'm not coming out of here until you reveal to me who my wife is. He said as a teenager he did that, and he said he stayed in there at least eight hours, but he stayed in there. He knew the the hours, the seconds. He knew exactly how long he stayed in there, and God showed him who his wife was. 
And he said he never told the young lady. He knew the young lady from school, but he never told her that God had said she would be his wife. And he said one day he was at his locker and the young lady tripped up and fell at his feet. (laughs) And from that point, their relationship began. And so God orders our steps where relationships are concerned. And so you should you should pray about it. Be earnest in your prayer. You should confess it. And these are some of the things I noticed that people who had it done, they confessed it. They stayed in faith. They prayed about it. Um, you should you should make preparations, make preparations for your spouse. If you're believing God for the right spouse, begin making preparations. Work on yourself. Work on yourself. If you want somebody of quality, make sure you're of quality because you attract who you are, not what you want. And so um, those are some of the things I noticed. I noticed from those who have had their steps ordered where a spouse is concerned. I read an interesting account of Pastor Joel Osteen. Same, same type of scenario. He said that he prayed earnestly. He said, God, he said, I trust you and I believe you for the right wife for me. And he said, you know, he went on. He didn't worry about it. He said it didn't happen instantly. He said it actually took a couple of years. But he said one day he was going to work out with one of his friends on the way to the gym. And he said he looked at his watch and his watch had stopped. And he said he decided to go get a battery for his watch. So he went to the nearest jewelry store. And he walked in and lo and behold, he said he saw the most beautiful woman in the world. And they ended up connecting. She ended up becoming his wife. He said if she wasn't a Christian, he was going to convert her. (laughs) But he said when he went back and looked at it and analyzed it, he said his watch had to stop at that time. Then he said he had to go to that particular jewelry store. He said there are several hundred jewelry stores in Houston, but he just so happened had to go to that one. Then he said his wife had to be at work that particular day. Then he said his friend had to invite him to work out at the gym. He looked back at all the things working together that ordered his steps right to his wife. And so God orders our steps so you can believe for that, pray about it, ask God to to lead you to the right person for your life. Begin making preparations, keep your confessions on target, and then um, make sure that you work on yourself, improve your quality, and then you can trust God to order your steps where a spouse is concerned as well. Number six, a sixth category where God orders our steps. And I believe this is in the area of breakthrough. This is in the area of breakthrough or making the right connections that causes a breakthrough in our lives. Pastor Nathaniel, he shared a while back how the biggest breakthrough for the current um, biggest product in his company happened when he was obedient to God, when God led him to do the Fat to Find seminar here. And he said in his obedience, just walking that out, being obedient to God, he followed it to a T. But he said as a result of doing the Fat to Find seminar, the weight loss seminar and health seminar here, as a result of that, the cleaner was born. And he said he saw instantly how 
God ordered his steps. If he had not obeyed God in having the seminar and doing the seminar, he never would have bumped into the product, the cleaner. The idea never would have surfaced. And so breakthrough, that was a huge breakthrough. And he said, in fact, he don't know if his company definitely would not be as prosperous as it is now if it hadn't been for that one breakthrough product. But that breakthrough came because God ordered his steps. He was obedient. And he, was, he did what God told him to do. And in the midst of doing something else, then God calls breakthrough. Everybody say breakthrough. breakthrough. God will cause your steps to be ordered for breakthrough. And it could be different for different people, but it could be meeting the right person at the right, being in the right place. Having, uh, you may be trying to find a job, and you, but God will have you to put the job application in the right place at the right time in the right person's hand. He'll have you to post it right on the perfect board at the right time. Right on the website, right when, when, you know, so God can order, he'll order your steps. Well, break, how many of you need breakthrough in your life? Well, God will order your steps, he'll order your steps, we'll break through. Breakthrough is concerned. Number seven, God orders our step in order to put us back on the right track. In order to put us back on the right track. And here's something I realized, God sometimes puts pressure on us. From circumstances to lead us back into his will. Now sometimes we get off course. Anybody ever get off course? Sometimes we get off course. Sometimes we get off track. I had a gentleman, he came to my house a couple of weeks ago and he's actually the father of one of my daughter's friends. And he came up and introduced himself and man, he ended up, he was just coming to meet me, but he ended up staying there and preaching to me for two hours. <laughs> he preached to me for two hours. And he asked me, he said, do you have a Bible? And when he asked me that, I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> but he literally, he preached to me for two hours. But his story was, he said that he had just lost his job. His car had been totaled. And he just, he went through all this bad stuff that just happened to him. And he said, I know exactly why it's happened. He said, God called me in the ministry a long time ago. He said, I've been running from it. And he said, now I have surrendered. And he said, now I'm getting into the will of God. <laughs> and so he took it out on me. <laughs> so he said, open your Bible, brother. Open your Bible. He began, he preached to me for two solid hours. And I finally raised my hand. I said, can I go to the restroom? <laughs> but man, he caught a hold on his calling. What I saw was it took those circumstances to get him back on track where he was supposed to be. But he said if he had never lost his job and he had never, you know, those, those bad things had never happened to him, he said he would have just forsaken that call. But he said through those things happening, it forced him to get right back on track where God had called him to be. And so God will God do that. And God will order our steps to put us back on track. Turn your name and say, he'll put you back on track. <clears throat> Number eight, God will order your steps in order to intersect you with those he wants you to help. He'll order your steps to intersect you with those he wants you to help. He'll, I'm going to say it one more time. He'll order your steps to intersect you with those he wants you to help. Jesus said this. In the middle of his ministry, he told his disciples, he said, I must needs go through Samaria. He knew he needed to go there. He didn't know why. 
But when he got in Samaria, he was tired. He sat down on the well and lo and behold, a woman came out who God intended for him to minister to. He will intersect you with those he wants you to help. And number nine, I'm going to give you these quickly. Number nine, he intersects us. He orders our steps in order to test us. The Bible says Jesus was led of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. God led him to be tested. So God will order your steps in order to test you, to see what you're made out of, see what's in your heart, to develop your character, to mature you. He'll order your steps deliberately to test you. Number 10, our final one, God will order your steps so he can show his power. He'll order your steps so he can show his power. That was a man who was blind. Everybody asked Jesus, who's sinned, this man or his parents? Jesus said, nobody's sinned. This has happened so God can show up and show off. God want to do a miracle in this man's life. He want to use his life to show himself strong. He want to show his power. In the Old Testament, God led the children of Israel, when he led them out of Egypt, he boxed them in. He boxed them in between the wilderness and the Red Sea and their enemies. They had nowhere to go. And the Bible says God led them there just so he can show his power. He wanted, God wanted to open up the Red Sea. And so he led them there where, where he would have to do a miracle and show his glory. God will order your step just to show his power. Praise God. Praise God. I'm, I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message number 7418 in its entirety. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. This ends message number 7418 by C. Elijah Bronner. To send this message, order my steps part 3, number 7418 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7418. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.